Welcome to Spark, our weekly inspirational podcast full of actionable ideas for strategically preparing your business and yourself for anything that may come your way. I'm your host, Stephanie Redcross West, and now let's jump into our next episode. And welcome to our topic today. I'm really excited about it because we're going to be talking about being camera ready. And I bring this up because this is kind of a new world that we're all in. This is in a new space that we're finding many of us that throughout the day, we could be on camera at any time. You know, meetings, whether you're jumping on a Zoom meeting, whether you're doing something like this, where you're going live on Zoom, or maybe even you just want to catch up with a coworker. What happens is we are on screen very often and very frequently. And as you find yourself on screen often, what I want you to do is I want you to start to better prepare yourself for these moments. Gone are the days that, you know, I can't be on camera because I'm not ready. We really have to move away from that. Now, I know some people still try to get away with that, but what I want to encourage you to do differently as you move forward is to start to think about what can you do so you can always be camera ready. Now, when I say be camera ready, I don't mean the extreme versions of that. I don't mean anything like you have to be super fancy. I don't mean that you have to be, you know, cover um, ready, like you're going to be in the cover of a printed magazine ready. I mean, you feel comfortable with coming on camera at any time. And therefore you have to really figure out how do you want to define what camera ready is. Now, when I talk about being camera ready, when I talk about even defining that camera ready, one thing I really want you to take away from today's session, and also maybe as you're listening live, is I want you to think about the idea that when you're being camera ready, when you're trying to make sure that you are live, that you are in a place where people are going to see you, what you want to do is decide on how you want to present yourself on camera. What you want to do is decide how you want to be prepared for camera and how do you want to be ready for a meeting. So what I want to do today, and I'm hoping we can make today's session a little interactive, maybe a little bit of fun, is I want to show you what I do. How do I get myself prepared? And I want to show you behind the scenes on how I've set up my desk to make it easier and easier for me to be camera ready. All right. So let's dive in. First off, for these sessions, I love it when they're interactive. So if you're watching us live, let me know. Do you feel like being camera ready is a complete frustrating place for you to be in? Or do you feel like you're just not ready yet? So therefore you get a little bit of anxiety around it. Or maybe there's group number three. Let me know if you're a person that kind of feels like, you know what, it's not really a big deal for me, but I'm just looking for a couple of pointers. The reason I'm asking is I want to make sure today's session really helps everyone out there in all the different places you are, how you feel about being camera ready and how you feel about being in a situation where at a moment's notice that webcam on your computer may come on. All right. Now let's talk about tips. Let's talk about a couple of things that I do, a couple of things that I've learned over time and a couple of things that I'm still perfecting. All right. So let's talk about item number one. If you're on camera consistently, 
If you're on camera often, like for me, I go live every Tuesday and Wednesday. And since I'm going to go live, one thing that I've started to do on my calendar is I add a space on my calendar 30 minutes before I go live that I call hair and makeup. Now, it can be my vanity time in a sense, (laughs) but it's my time to make sure I'm ready to go live. I call it hair and makeup, but it's really more of my prep time. And what I found after going live consistently week after week is when I'm a person, or if you're a person like me, that's constantly in meetings, that's working kind of from project to project, that's really doing a lot of different things during the day, sometimes I can lose track of time. Sometimes I can have meetings that go over. And if I didn't put a block of time on my calendar to prepare for my live sessions, what was happening is I would kind of go into a live session and not be ready. My lights wouldn't be on. You know, I didn't check my mic before I went live. You know, I didn't check my internet connection. All the little things I like to do to just make sure everything's going to flow during this session. What happened is I didn't have time allocated for it. And what I would probably recommend as the number one thing for you to do and the number one thing to help you be camera ready is to make sure you set aside 15 minutes, maybe 30 minutes before you're going to go live or live stream or do webinars. All of those things, you want to have a little bit of a cool down time. You want to have time to do your checklist and prepare. But most importantly, you want a time so that you can kind of breathe And then when you come on camera, you feel ready. You're not like rushing and hitting the button and sweating or nervous or any of those things. I want you to be at a place where you feel confident, comfortable, and cool. All right. Now, tip number two, when it comes to being live or going live, is making sure that going live is a fast exercise for you. It's not something where you have to do a lot of setup. It's not something where you have to move things around. It's not something where you have to do a lot of cleanup or kind of a lot of prep work to get to that live stage. So one thing I've started to do is I've started to kind of figure out my background, my backdrop. I prefer to have a wall kind of as my backdrop. The reason I like to do that is because then I don't have bookshelves to clean up behind me. I don't have, you know, people maybe walking behind me or someone who needs to come in the room or something happening that could be in the shot. And then I like a wall because it's very consistent. Now I mix up different walls. You'll notice in my live sessions, sometimes I have this banner behind me, which is our kind of branded banner. I'll just show you what I mean. And I'm going to show you in another slide where it's just on the wall and it gives me a really nice backdrop. And then sometimes I'm on a wall that's a little bit darker gray wall. I set that up as one of my content walls. So I decided in my room that I was going to paint my walls a couple of different colors so that I'd had different backdrops for different videos. That made it easy for me to do something that's a little bit dark and moody. It made it easy for me to do something that's maybe branded when I have a logo in the background. And what happens is now I can go live fairly quickly without having to like set up backdrops, clean things up, move them around. It's literally just the wall that I'm going to project from. Now, the other thing I ended up doing is I ended up getting a desk that is on rollers. And I know not everyone can do this, but one of the things that worked really well for me to be camera ready is to have a desk that can move from wall to wall. Or I put this thing on here and I'm just going to show you for everyone who's watching. You won't see this from my folks that are listening on podcasts, but my computer's on what they call a lazy Susan. So as you can see, see how I'm rotating the screen? 
And for anyone who's listening on our podcast, I literally just have an iMac sitting on a piece of plastic that actually rotates and moves. And what it allows me to do is if I want to record from the wall behind me, I can record from the wall behind me. But if I want to flip my computer the opposite direction and my camera sits right on top of my computer, I can do that and now have a completely different backdrop behind me. So this is a great way for anyone who has a desktop computer. And what you want to do is have different settings. You want to have different backdrops. You want to have different kind of, I guess, locations in a sense for your video shoots. What you can do is put your computer on something like a Lazy Susan so it can move back and forth and you can have your camera still in the same position, still in the same height, and you'll be able to move from wall to wall. All right. The other thing I like to do when it comes to being kind of camera ready is my desk setup. So I thought the best way for me to do it is to do a quick share of a photo of my desk. So for everyone who's listening in the podcast, I'm going to describe everything for you, but I want to literally show you how I've set up my desk to make it easier for me to be camera ready and go on camera at any point in time. All right. So let's just pop up a quick video um, image here. This is a picture of my office. This is a picture of my desk. Now, the first thing I want to say before everyone dives into this and looks at all the little gadgets and stuff I have on my desk, this is something I built over time. So when you're thinking about being camera ready, when you're thinking about going live consistently like I do, when you're thinking about doing a lot of live calls or coaching calls or workshops, this is something you build over time. This is something I've really built over the last couple of years. And I bought equipment probably every three to six months so I could upgrade over time. I also have some items in here that I've had for years, like my computer or my iMac. I've had that for almost about eight years now. My microphone I've probably had for about 10 years. So some of these items, once you invest in them, you will have them for a while. But the key here and what I want you to want to show you and want you to take away is that to be camera ready, what you have to do is make sure you set up your desk so it is easy for you to convert from just working on your desk to going live. And what I had to do is I had to figure out, number one, I wanted to have a microphone. I really, really recommend anyone who's going live, even if you're just doing Zoom calls with coworkers, getting an external microphone makes a world of a difference when it comes to being camera ready and the world of a difference in the quality of your voice when people are listening to it. So getting a microphone. Now, you may be in a situation like me where you have an old microphone that you've used for something else or used before and you can add it. But the key here is how I set it up so this is easy for me is my microphone is actually connected to my desk. So what it does is it has a little arm on it and you kind of see it in the picture where I have the ability to push that microphone back out of the way. So when I'm not on Zoom, when I'm not live, it's not in the way. I can dig in and do everything I need to do. But when I need it, I can just grab it and pull it out. I used to keep my microphone like on a microphone stand. And that was a nightmare. Number one, the stand was very big. It used to sit in front of me. I would hit the stand every once in a while while I was talking because I'm a person that uses my hands often. 
But what would also happen is it was so heavy that I would often pick it up, move it out of the way, then bring it back. And it was always time for me to go and get the mic, plug it in, add it. Where now, because it's on that little arm that you can see there, it literally is always plugged in and ready to go. So anytime I have any meetings or anything that requires me to be on microphone, I am ready for it. So I highly recommend thinking about getting a microphone. Highly recommend getting an arm. And these arms are really inexpensive. They're just a little piece of metal that clips onto your desk. They're probably about $15 or something like that. And it's a great way to make sure that every time you have a meeting, you can just pull out that microphone or push it away. All right. Item number two on the list as far as equipment. Lighting. Lighting is super important. Now, most of us will try to light ourselves by our overhead light. Now, sometimes that lighting is a little too harsh. So what I'd like to do or what I had decided to do is to get lights that I can connect to my desk. Those are those two panels that you see on either side of this photo. And what this is or what I'm doing here is this is, these are lights that I can turn on at any point in time, depending on the type of look I'm looking for in the room. So both of the panels are actually pretty bright. So sometimes it's really a little bit too much for me. But what I love about this is I can have direct light on me to hit those cameras and I can turn them up or down because there's a little like remote that comes with it. Now, that feels super duper fancy, right? Now, it's not really that fancy and it's not crazy expensive. Um, I actually used my rewards to be able to purchase them. So just showing you ways that I work my way around some of these expenses. And what's nice about having lights that you can set up on either side is that you can now make sure you're equally lit. Now I've used a ring light and I still use my ring light. I'm going to show you right now for anyone who's live because we're going to be spinning around. I'm just going to show you quickly my ring light. As you can see right there, my ring light is still in use, but the way I'm using it now is as a background light. I'm using it as a light to kind of light my face so that I have good lighting, but I don't have that natural ring stuck in my eye. I don't know anyone else out there who uses a ring light, but that to me is one of my most frustrating things about ring lights is it puts that little ring in your eye. So what I found is I like it as an accent light so I don't have too much shadow behind me. I like to use it more as a side light so that it can illuminate one side of my face and give a little bit more, you know, dimension to my look. Okay. Now, when you're thinking about this equipment, you may be like, oh my goodness, Stephanie, I can't have all of these things. I understand that. Start where you can start. My first lighting kit was what they call umbrella lights. Those lights were about $40. I used that for about a year. Um, my husband started doing photography, so now he uses those lights. And then I upgraded to this option. The idea is that you just want to have some lighting on you. So the reality is you don't even need these fancy lights. You can buy a lamp. You can use a lamp that's in your house. But the key here is you want something that can remain permanent on your desk so that when it's time to go live, and time to be on Zoom, you literally are clicking the light on and you are ready to go, all right? Now, let's talk about the last piece of the puzzle. Let's talk about camera. 
Now, I have used all of the cameras for being camera ready, for being on Zoom. And the same thing that I always say is I worked my way up, saved up budget so I could go to that next level when it comes to my camera. For the first, I'd probably say almost year, I used my webcam. I used images. They're literally for my webcam. And you know what? I'm going to do something on the fly and we'll see how it works. I'm going to see if I can do this on the fly. I'm going to move this camera over slightly, computer camera, something like a Brio. And then I'm just going to switch over here. So give it a few minutes to calibrate. And now you're going to see me and my other camera. And as you can see, I'm actually transitioning from camera to camera fairly easy and fairly smoothly. And a lot of this has to do with me having my microphone on my desk in the right spot. So no matter what camera I'm on, no matter what angle I'm on, you're able to see me well lit. You can actually hear me. You can actually see different angles of me. And this is how people are creating dynamic videos. And all this is done by literally making sure that you have a setup on your desk that allows you to move from one type of operation to the other. And this is what I recommend. When you want to become camera ready, I don't want you to feel like I'm telling you you have to have all the equipment to get there. What I want you to do is depending on where you are in your journey, depending on how you spend your time being camera ready, I want you to make sure that you have not just the equipment, but you have the tools and the flow and things are set up correctly so that it's easy for you to actually click a button and go live. It's easy for you to click a button and be on a Zoom call. It's easy for you to click a button and do a quick video for YouTube. And by organizing your desk, setting it up in a way so that things can be attached, so that things can move around, so that things are accessible no matter where you're standing. This helps you move from one type of content to another very easily. What do you guys think? This is kind of interesting to be able to see how I move from one format to another. Is it interesting to see how I've set up it kind of flow for me so that I can be on camera in multiple ways, different angles, different looks. And is it interesting for you? I'm just curious. So let me know in the comments. Is it interesting for you to see my setup? I thought it would be fun to kind of show you how I do things because behind the scenes, sometimes it's hard to know how everyone achieves this. And like I said, this is not necessarily, you know, a, a video, a podcast where we're talking about you know, buying this and buying that. What I really want you to see is that I want you to have that capability to be able to be on camera, to look good on camera and to be ready. Now, we've talked a lot about the tech. We've talked a lot about the computers and the cameras, and we've talked a lot about how to kind of set it up and have everything mounted on your desk, have things mounted so they can be brought into view and pushed away. The last thing I want to talk about as we're moving forward in this session is I want to talk about how to be ready. And what I mean by that is when you define camera ready, that's where we kind of started this conversation. What I like to say to people is decide what your on-camera image looks like. Now, I know this sounds weird because it's like, what do you mean by on-camera image? Is it 
different than what I do. And it may be different. It may be different than how you look when you're just sitting on the couch watching TV with the family, or it may be different than how you might look when you're having dinner. If you have an on-camera kind of look, what I recommend for people to do is figure out what that is and be consistent with it. And I'm going to give you a couple of suggestions on how I've achieved that. Number one, what I try to do is keep my hair consistent in my videos. The reason being is I'm using these videos to promote. I'm using these videos sometimes to educate. I'm using these videos to train. I want to look similar in my videos so I'm fairly recognizable. I want to make sure that when people see me over time, they see me in different settings, that by having a similar look, then it will be a little bit of a consistent feel. It doesn't mean that, you know, in my personal life, I have all types of crazy hairstyles that I love to do and love to play with. But when I come on camera, I try to be a little bit consistent. The other thing may come up for females. You have to decide, do you want to do makeup or not do makeup? Either option is definitely acceptable. And the idea is you really want to figure out what that look is. Now, personally, I think it should be a look on camera that's similar to how someone would see you in person. I'm really not a huge fan of putting on like crazy amounts of makeup, trying to look all polished and trying to look different than what you would look like if someone bumped into you at a conference at an event. I really feel like you should feel like on camera that you are a real version of yourself. So it's important to think about what that means and what that looks like, especially when we're doing things and managing things like makeup. The other thing I recommend is being on camera often means people are seeing your clothes, they're seeing your outfit, they're seeing your earrings, they're seeing all these accessories. And for a lot of people, they want variety and change. And for me personally, I want to keep that cost down. (coughs) Excuse me. I want to find a way. (coughs) I want to find a way to look fresh on camera, but at the same time, I don't want to have this crazy expensive wardrobe. So for me to be camera ready, for me to always have something that I feel will look good on camera, what I do is I go out and buy specific types of shirts. Like these shirts that I have on, I probably have this shirt in about 10 different colors. So what happens is if I ever need to go on camera quickly, if I ever need to have variety of camera shots or say I need to do a series of videos and I want to look slightly different, I can go through my wardrobe of of shirts and I can switch between colors so that I can have different looks. I can change things up. And by really purchasing a fairly reasonably cost shirt, it is something that doesn't make it expensive for me to be on camera. It doesn't mean I have wardrobe to necessarily be on camera. I just got a stack of t-shirts that are my camera specific shirts and I tend to use them and wear them on days I do a lot of Zoom calls. So those days I know I'm ready. I know I have a shirt on that's good to go. And the idea and the reason I bring this up is because, you know, before I was on camera as much as I am now, you know, I used to work out in the morning and then I'd come to work And I'd be working and then I'd have a meeting and I might have on my workout clothes. And if I had my workout clothes on and my hair might be in a workout hairstyle. And what would happen is I'd have that jarring experience of trying to move from workout stuff (laughs) to (laughs) professional vegan mainstream stuff. And now what I've done 
as I've said, okay, this is how my hair is going to look while I'm at work. This is how, these are the shirts I'm going to wear. And this is what I normally wear when I'm on camera so that I have that consistent look. It becomes a no brainer approach to being on camera and it reduces the stress and the anxiety that anyone can feel when it comes to being on camera. And these are the things I want you to figure out for yourself. For some of the things maybe I mentioned today, you're like, ah, Steph, I'm not worried about those things. Steph, those aren't big deals for me. And I understand that. I know for everyone, there's different reasons and different things that hold you back or keep you from getting on camera or being camera ready. But what I wanted to do in today's session is give you a couple of tips that can help you through those hurdles. So whether it's clothing, whether it's hair and makeup, whether it's the equipment that you have to use, whether it's the setup, all I wanted to do today is break down some of those barriers because as you break down those barriers and as you break them down over time, and what I mean by that is for a couple of months, use one camera, then upgrade. For maybe six months, use the same microphone, then upgrade, or maybe even a year like I did. But the idea is by doing it over time and peeling back every single one of those barriers, you will feel more and more confident and more and more comfortable to be on camera at a moment's notice, as well as making sure that you feel like the person that's showing up to be on camera is a person that's ready and not fumbling around trying to get everything set up at the last minute. It literally takes you two, three clicks and you are ready and live. All right. So thanks for joining me today. I hope this kind of demo slash tips was helpful because I really want more and more people to feel comfortable going live even feel more comfortable doing these. As you noticed during today's video, I, something got caught in my throat. I lost my voice for a few seconds. And I even love that that happened by accident <laughs> because I want you to see that going live, things can happen, but the key here is to just keep rolling with it and keep moving with it. So I hope today is a video that can show you the possibilities, show you what you can do, and hopefully help you just remove one more barrier so you can feel more camera ready and more confident moving and being online in this online world. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye.